Hello and welcome to the 12 fears of Christmas. And what what I'm really fearing is I'm I'm fearing for Becky and a lot of her psychological issues surrounding <laughs> love actually. <laughs> so, I thought we would revisit that and and some other phobias that are Christmas related since this is about the Christmas fear. So if you haven't listened to episode four, please go back and listen to episode four of our 12 Fears of Christmas. That is our Love Actually episode, and you will understand what we're talking about. And until then, yes, I created a montage of my hateful, hateful perspective. In case you blocked out what Becky said in that episode, <laughs> we're just going to give you because, uh, previously on the 12 Fears. Christmas. <laughs> Previously on 12 Years of Christmas. Not a rom-com. First of all, this movie is terrible. It's terrible on all levels. Misogynist and hateful. And mean. Nobody ever speaks to each other. They don't have one conversation. He, he had never spoken to her ever, but he was hopelessly <laughs> in love. There's this undying love for her. Is in love by in love with him. They never no talking between the characters. <laughs> He's in love with a girl named Joanna, and Joanna doesn't even know he exists. He's in love with a woman who he literally has never spoken to. They don't speak a word. He's in love with a woman he's never actually had a conversation with. They don't with. have one conversation. No one in this movie wow. actually speaks to each other. Other than the worst, I thought there's nothing romantic about this movie. Let me turn off this fucking thing and go watch Elf and call it a day. You have some serious hate for this movie. Okay, there we go. Yeah, yeah, like it's worse than you thought. It's so bad, Becky. It's so bad. So so bad. And the episode is like 16 minutes of that. Oh my gosh! I know. Let's do it. Yeah. I'm so I'm on my couch. I'm on the couch. I'm laying down. Yeah. Doctor Marie, do some therapy. Well, I, I'm really. I was. I'm like really concerned about you. So I thought we ought to just talk this out. <laughs> <laughs> so I was researching furiously because you know I don't have my doctorate in in psychology yet. Yet. I even started school for it, but you know that just, that's not going to stop me from practicing my magic arts on you. So I went to healthcentral.com because I'm, I thought for sure this, there's gotta be something, a Christmas related phobia that this ties into. And then there was, well, I am going to diagnose you. Yeah. So that, oh, finally someone will diagnose me. (laughs) A Pandora's box was opened. People are scared as shit. Can I start naming things that I'm just going to throw out there? Are people scared of tinsel? Are people scared of holiday decor? Are they scared of holiday malls? malls? Any of these? Malls, yes. Are they scared of holiday traffic? Are they scared of the colors green and red? All right, oh. here, I'm going to give you a couple. I'm okay. Can... So one of them is called cellophobia. This is people who are scared of color and sparkle. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry to laugh if you have this phobia. But I have the opposite of this. I have to have everything be colorful and sparkly. Right. right. You're, well, what's the opposite of phobia when you're like, you're a file. File. So you're A-G-I-L-E. a, you're a cellophile. Oh, it's, it's a sickness. It's upsetting. It's really uh, upsetting. So Christmas time color and sparkle can spell trouble for cellophobiacs who fear flashing lights. A person with cellophobia may experience migraine seizures from flashing lights and alternatively flashing lights may trigger traumatic memories from childhood oh god yeah but i mean Sorry, i laughed if you have cellophobia christmas is like 
holy crap time to stay in for a few minutes. oh no wow all right so this is uh, according to tradition it's bad luck to refuse a kiss beneath a mistletoe but a person with cisnanophobia would prefer to take their chances so you're scared of mistletoe fear of kissing beneath mistletoe that's what it is that that motherfucking thing has a name yeah i think that this is a thing where people are just like standing under a mistletoe and some rando runs up and kisses them or people use wow. mistletoe as an excuse for sexual harassment <laughs> syngensophobia is a fear of relatives <laughs> well i have that <laughs> malagrisphobia is a fear of roasted turkey people fear that yeah people fear that Maybe you just don't like it, but why do you, why do you call it a phobia? You're going to run from the house if somebody brings it out? We have to categorize everything these days. I mean, seriously, if you have that phobia, do you leave, do you just not go to holiday parties or Christmas dinners? There's lots of other phobias that people have, you know, like fear of crowds, agoraphobia, stuff like that. That could be an issue. Mm -hmm. But all of that explanation comes to the point that I could not find any official medical phobias related to love actually today we are actually going to create a new phobia your issue is pretty serious so i thought it's very serious yeah it haunts my dreams so i thought love actually phobia is probably not that creative so you're gonna name what are you gonna name it i think you have dissociative hate watching disorder <laughs> that's uh, that's my diagnosis <laughs> So some of the symptoms of dissociative hate watching disorder are uh -huh. nausea, rapid heartbeat, disgust, feelings of anger or hatred, eye rolling, grimacing, <laughs> fits of uncontrollable profanity laced rage. <laughs> Does that sound like you? It just sounds like me on a Tuesday. <laughs> I, I think you're onto something. So yeah. So we've established that you have fear of relatives, <laughs> a love of sparkling things, and dissociative. <laughs> so, I, I and I want to be serious uh, for a minute. Not really, but I'm going to try to be serious for a minute. I told you before that I just got bored and stopped watching Love Actually. It just, it didn't appeal to me for whatever reason. You just had good taste. My overriding thought was that this movie really upset you. And I came up with the thought that any movie that elicits this kind of emotion from someone, because it also elicits the opposite from people, right? Mm -hmm. There are people out there that love, 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 love actually this movie. To an extreme, it's like their favorite, we were reading, it's their favorite holiday movie. So what would you say if I said to you, you have to give this movie credit on some level for eliciting the kind of emotion that it does from people because there's plenty of movies that el elicit zero emotion 100 percent, you are absolutely right because the opposite of love is indifference it's not hate and so i'm not indifferent to this movie so it did get a reaction from me and i've thought about it i mean and because a lot of close friends and family that i love love this movie and so i've had to really work through my own like why do I hate it so much? It's not a knee-jerk reaction. I have a lot of really in-depth reasons why I hate it. I know I was just throwing a bunch of cuss words at you the other day about it, but I really have foundational reasons why I hate it. 
However, I do acknowledge, because I said in the show the other day that these performances are out of this world, even the people who are reciting ridiculous dialogue. And so I give credit, and I've always loved, loved Laura Linney, and her role in Love Actually was the one that I cared about the most, and that broke my heart. And it really made me step back halfway through the movie after her storyline ended so horribly, to start really looking at it and going, wait, where's the romance here? So I'm watching the movie for the first time going, surely some of these storylines are going to be romantic, but there's no romance in it. That's the part that before I was even done with the movie, I was like, nope, it's not romantic. And this is the thing, if they had maybe marketed themselves as, it's an interesting romantic drama, Mm -hmm. it would be a totally different movie. I feel like, you know, it normally doesn't happen this quickly when I do therapy with people, but I feel like we're having a breakthrough right now. You think we already had a turnaround? Really? I do. Because... I was like about to make a point to you and you made the point to me. So from my psychological expertise, I feel like that's a a bit of a breakthrough. But you had this expectation that you were going to see this like heartwarming romance or romantic comedy. Uplifting at least, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And as someone who's a connoisseur of the genre, this was disappointing to you. Because I'm also thinking about like some of the themes that you described to me. And, and what I find is probably valid about the movie is it's some dude's perspective, for sure. And maybe it was meant to be upsetting to some people. I think that in working in entertainment advertising myself, one of the things that happens in the process is when you have a movie, you don't always market it in an honest way. You market it in a way that will get people to go see it. So sometimes dramas are presented as comedies and... Uh-huh. Um, Action movies are presented as romances or vice versa. So my question is, if you were to try and evaluate or watch this movie again, as just like, say, an Academy Award acting drama piece, Uh and it was presented to you that way, almost like a, a Woody Allen movie about quirky relationships, you'd probably have a different feeling about it, yeah? Totally. And I want everybody in the audience who's still listening (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> yes this this episode is really just for the two of us it's not for her listening i wish you could see marie in her in her spectacles and her clipboard she looks so fucking official <laughs> oh you like, like my getting up in my chair like i sat up straight and i'm like yes ma'am no ma'am mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right, right. do you think that there's any danger in becoming like a serious hate watcher no what are you talking about that's how that's how I live my life do you not do it I've soured to the hate watching a bit I'll have to be honest I guess we need to clarify what I mean by hate watch no I would never turn this movie on and the only time I would is if I'm watching it with like you or somebody that I can hate watch with it so all we did was talk over the horrible dialogue and everything I got you I would never seek it out just to sit and hate it. I have to interact with somebody hating it with me. So what I watch with Curtis, like we will hate watch reality shows sometimes. Okay. You know, like, you're, you know what I mean? Like that stuff, but we don't go back and rewatch things we already know we hate. I'm not going to put on a fucking Kardashian show just to sit there and hate it because I would hate myself. And I, like, we'll watch Amazing Race or like we used to watch until it just wheels came off of The Bachelor and The Bachelorette. We would watch those, but it took us three hours to get through one of them because we would constantly stop it and, and hate on it but we couldn't get enough so, so last, that's that's what i'm talking about so then i mean have we have we solved my psychological issues i mean i thought this I was think gonna... so i think so because i 
I was trying to figure out like why you hated it so much. And generally speaking, if there's something that elicits this much emotion from people, there's a reason why. And I think sometimes it's expectations. I mean, the, the poster for it has like a Christmas wrapping on it. It says the ultimate romance, the ultimate comedy. But then the interesting thing is there's like a dozen actors in the movie poster and they all look miserable. And the name of the movie, it's not love sucks. Cause then I'd be like, okay, I know what I'm getting, you know, like, right. <laughs> like that'd be a great name of a movie for this, but it's not the name of the movie. Love so, sucks. Don't we need new Christmas content? Maybe make it happy. Yeah, no disemboweling. Yeah, no cannibals, no witches, no, you know, I mean, nice witches. Good Witch is a good show. <laughs> Go watch Good Witch. So we're going to get to the holiday movies that we like here in the next one. All right, we will see y'all tomorrow. Bye-bye.